Hey guys and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a solo episode. I have not done one a solo episode for a very, very long time. And this is an idea that's kind of come into my head from talking to people, talking to clients, talking to DMs from the people that I spoke to throughout the podcast. And the podcast has just gone a little bit nuts over the last little while. Some of the incredible guests that have been on, the likes of Jordan Slyad, the likes of Becca Gillen, Gary Mendoza for The Habits and Change. Clara Bryden, um, Steve's weight loss, like it's been it's been mad and it's it's been incredible and I'm very very grateful. So guys, please continue to to support it as much as possible. But one of the big things that I that's kind of coming up more and more is kind of the the element of kind of people pleasing and putting everyone else first before your own health. And this can happen for a number of people. It can happen at various different stages for people's lives, and I think it's hugely important of asking yourself, are you actually tired of saying yes to others and putting yourself last? And this can happen for ladies in particular, but also can happen for lads in society and women from research and women from studies have have kind of shown that they are quite hard on themselves and they're more hard on themselves than men. And what I mean by that is they're expected to be mothers, they're expected to have a career, they're expected to be a partner, a sibling, a daughter or whatever it may be and there's an awful lot of pressure on them but you have to know and take care of yourself first how many times have you heard the people use the metaphor like the one they hear on planes remember planes we can go on them putting put the oxygen mask on yourself first in an emergency situation before helping your child on a plane you're well you're well aware of filling your own cup you cannot pour from an empty cup and some of the reasons that kind of happen and some of the reasons that kind of come in and like where does it actually come from it's kind of one of the big things there's many reasons why people people please and there's no single underlying cause of people pleasing tendencies instead they tend to develop from a combination of factors kind of including past trauma people pleasing behavior sometimes arises a response to fear associated with trauma if you experience trauma such as child or partner abuse at any one time or you may not have felt safe maintaining certain boundaries you may have learned it was safer to do what other people want and take care of their needs first. Uh, by people pleasing, you make yourself more likable and they're more safe in that you are satisfying their needs over your own. There could be self-esteem issues, messages about your identity from early relationship with caregivers can be difficult to erase. And please do talk to a mental health professional on these aspects. If you learn, for example, that your value comes from what you do for others, this will probably play and repeat. It's like that self-professing story over and over again. It's like a CD being played and over and over again. You repeat this throughout your life unless you work to do undo the message. You create a new narrative, a new system. The other thing is a, a fear of rejection. Early relationships can stick with you and stick with you in your other ways too. To avoid rejection in the form of criticism and punishment. When you did something wrong, you would learn to always do what they actually wanted, perhaps, before they actually asked it of you really, realistically some of the things that we kind of tell ourselves or what we tend to try and tell ourselves and what we do tell ourselves when we're kind of going through the whole uh, message of uh, people pleasing is one of the things is you you believe people will stop liking you some will some won't so what next is basically what sentence it is and that's a quote that i found some will some won't so what what's next there are seven people, seven billion people on this earth. There's going to be seven billion different opinions about something, and they'll all have a different opinion about you. 
but it's about how you see yourself. What would people think of you? You are afraid people will just start to dislike you and you'll lose the love and connection you have with those people. The reality is people will judge you left, right and centre. That You can't stop that. Those who truly love you will continue to stick by you no matter what. Yes, there may be bite back from other people, but that's a different point. It may be difficult for them to understand at first what is going on, but they will adjust to the new you. If, for example, you start to put yourself first and trying to lose weight or start to change job or whatever it may be, people are scared. People are scared that you're going to leave them behind. People are afraid that they're going to be left behind, that you're going to leave them. Wouldn't you rather spend your energy and time with people who love you for who you are and love you back for just being the way you are rather than trying to be what they want you to be? They've painted this picture. Would you not rather paint your own picture and create your own movie and be the star in your own movie? Another thing is you pride yourself on being a, t- a timeless or a, a tireless caregiver. You're proud of how much you do for others. You wear it as a badge of honour. It's like when people are stressed and they're busy at work, they, they tend to wear it as a badge of honour. Even though you're tired, it gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment. And secretly, you don't know what you'd do if you were to start putting yourself first. If you feel uneasy, you feel queasy about it. The truth is that when you start to balance your needs with others, you'll have done so much more to give. You will not be pouring from an empty cuff all the time. Because if you're not looking after yourself, how can you expect to look after others? Think about it that way. Imagine yourself as a kid. How can you expect to look after someone as a kid? Yes, there are kids who are a little bit more advanced and stuff. Get don't get me wrong. But how can you it's like being a kid. How can you expect to look after other people? You have to learn to appreciate yourself. You will believe you will miss out. Is the other point. Need I really say any more? You are too busy keeping up with the latest trends, the scenes, checking out what everyone else is doing, checking out on social media. You're afraid if you don't keep up with all your friends, you will miss out on the fun and opportunities. The latest band, the latest clothes, the latest influencer, whatever it may be. Reality check. What you see on people's social media images is the tip of the iceberg. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes in their lives. And I've spoken to people on the, so- on the podcast and that's the biggest thing that kind of comes through is when you're talking with them, with them off air and stuff, they're kind of talking about what you actually see, what you don't see, and they're not sharing everything with you. When you start comparing your life with others instead of enjoying your own, you miss out on living your own life. Next time you feel like you are missing out, ask yourself these. Is this something I really want to do? Is it a hell yeah or is it a hell no? If it's not not 9 out of 10 important to you then, well then it's a no. Is this an accurate representation of reality or are you creating this scenario? Is this something that will enhance the quality and experience of your life? If you answer no to one or two of those questions, chances you are that you are missing out and you're putting yourself in the other hands, in the hands of other people. You don't feel worthy. Growing up, you are taught to put others first. When this is practiced continually, it becomes a habit to negate your own personal needs. Unconsciously, this implies that what your needs and wants are not as important to others, which can lead to believe you are not really worthy. When you neglect your needs, you can begin to feel resentful and depressed. You feel responsible for others. When you play the part of caregiver, it is easy to feel responsible for the needs and emotional well-being of those you love. But you are not responsible. Other than for your own children, ages to be debated upon, some questions to ponder on. Is it possible by caring too much and taking on the responsibility of your friends and family can hinder their ability to think for themselves and stifle their growth? Think about it. 
if you were to actually work with someone and talk to someone like a human being down on their level and educate them how to do something rather than having to keep going back and doing it. Think about the old age adage of teach a man how to fish and he will fish for the rest of his life. Tell a man how to fish and he will, he will starve. It's the exact same thing. How would you feel if they're not able to develop their own ability to respond to situations by themselves when you are not around? They have to be able to go on their own. They have to be able to go and develop their own things rather than trying to mollycoddle them. Do you actually have control over every moment of your life? The answer is no. Does any of these reasons sound familiar to you? If so, you are getting you are getting in your own way. Realistically, how? By thinking and caring too much, and you need to like learn. But generally, when a lot of people struggle with self esteem issues and they're hard on themselves, it's because they want the control over everything. If we're thinking that life is going to be a perfect straight line and nothing is going to derail us around like that, there's an amazing quote by um, Viktor Frankl, and he has a book called Yes to Life, and he talks about that the meaning of life is is suffering and it's a bit dark it's a bit grim but it makes sense when you think about it when we go through the lows we learn lessons from them when we're at the highs we appreciate them more because we've had those lows and that's the exact same thing we cannot control what happens on a daily basis we cannot happen we not can control work we cannot control uh, what's happening at the minute with the pandemic we cannot control this but what we can control is our reactions and our emotions to things we need to learn what does actually self-care mean the benefits of putting yourself first is taking care of yourself selfish selfish or selfless which is a big thing a lot of people feel that's going to be selfish how to put yourself first what if people start getting angry at you if you remember nothing else remember this the best gift is you what does self-care mean? Self-care means honouring your body, mind and spirit. And that could sound a little bit wishy-washy to someone. Making it a priority to take care of your physical, mental, emotional and spiritual needs. It's not feeling guilty or selfish for taking time out to recharge your battery and take care of your basic needs. There's a quote. If putting yourself first sounds too selfish or too hard, try something simpler. Put yourself on an equal footing with those who you love and tend to. I mean, wouldn't you want your loved ones to feel at their best, happy and healthy? Think about it that way. Wouldn't you want your loved ones to feel at their best, happy and healthy? If so, taking care of yourself doesn't mean you don't get to care about others. It also doesn't mean you get to need to ignore and isolate everybody in your life. It means start listening to what your body needs, what your mind needs, what your heart needs and what you are feeling. And be willing to attend to your body needs and your needs first before you, before you are the caretaker of your body and life. No one can do this for you. You must step up and do this for you. There are many benefits of putting yourself first. When I started putting myself first, I felt weird saying no to things in the beginning because I was afraid of the constant consequences that might ensue. But once you kind of start saying no to one or two things, people kind of step up and say, no, this person has other things going on and people will either bite back or people will accept it. But that isn't your problem, their reaction. But nothing happened that I couldn't mentally and emotionally have dealt with. All that I knew was that I felt good to start saying yes to myself and setting up boundaries. I won't respond to phone calls. I won't respond to text messages after a certain time. I won't respond to emails before a certain time or respond to messages or DMs or whatever after a certain time. As I've kept up the practice of saying no to others and, and things I don't enjoy or don't feel like doing, I notice a multitude of benefits and changes in my life. I've outsourced stuff. 
I've outsourced graphic design, I've outsourced podcast stuff, I've outsourced a few things. It makes me, it allows me to be more productive and do podcasts like this. It allows me more happiness and creativity, more energy, more respect from others, better relationships, less fear of what other people are thinking, less stress, less resentment, less depressed. And the list goes on and on. But not everyone will choose to put the care back into themselves first. Why? Because they can't wrap their head around thinking that they are selfless versus selfish. Is taking care of yourself selfless or selfish? Many people say that by putting yourself first, you are being selfish. Here's a way to look at it from another perspective. And you may not like or agree with me, but if you are open to trying to see it from another lens, you will find your life improve. So one of the things that kind of we're going to talk about is being a people pleaser makes you feel good. It makes you feel liked. Um, and you want to be liked. And if the answer is and if the answer is yes, stop being so selfish. It's not about you. So read, listen to that again. People being a people pleaser makes you feel good. It makes you feel liked and you want to be liked. And if you answered yes, you're being selfish. Think about it that way. It's not about you. The fact that you have reservations about being selfish indicates you are not. Selfish people will not even take the time to question whether they are selfish. Your job is to be you. Honoring your needs that support your core values, it doesn't mean that you don't respect and consider others. You are instead deciding to make a deliberate choice to care, take care of yourself first. To keep your cup full so that you have to have an overflow to give willingly without expectations. Do you see the distinction? There is an amazing quote by Christine Hassler. She's the author of a book uh, of Expectation Hangover. When we serve, we expect nothing. That said, serving is not selfless, either because we are giving to others at the expense of our own needs. So instead of consuming your time and energy to impress others and taking on more responsibility than you can handle, focus on fulfilling your own needs. Over time, this will naturally enable you to tend to others more positively and effectively while being more authentic to self. How to put yourself first. You got this. Those, those three words, you got this. Listen to yourself. You know the feeling you get when something isn't right or something is off. That's your call to take action, to get in touch with yourself, to follow your nudges and listen to what your body and mind need and act accordingly to find balances in life again. Follow what makes you feel good that naturally rejuvenates your well-being. Spend more time alone away from the social distractions and noise so that you can listen to your own thoughts and voice. Some people get uncomfortable with this. Even if it is 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 6 minutes, 8 minutes, 1 minute, 30 seconds before everyone gets up when everyone is in bed. Craft out time to be with your thoughts and write them down. Notice what is going on. Notice what it's saying. Is it negative or positive? If it is negative, talk to it like you would, be, you would like a child. Ask what is making you feel and what does it need. The thing is to get started. Once you realise what you need to nurture your mind, body and spirit, take action one step at a time. Know that when you don't have to be perfect because perfection doesn't exist. You just need to get started to make your life better. As Brendan Burchard said, no matter how small you start, start something that matters. And you matter. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Make yourself a priority, not at the expense of others. Rather, see it as a non-negotiable if you want to continue to thrive and give to others. Learn to say no to things that are not important to you, to things that, that you don't like doing and are not aligned with your core values. If required, find ways to negotiate and ask for what you want. Find a happy medium to compromise with others so that you're willing to willingly want to do something, not because you have to. Do you actually value it? 
we will always do what we value more. If we are putting other people first, we don't value ourselves. Make time for yourself to do what fuels you, fuels your soul. This means scheduling you time or me time for yourself and your planner, doing the things that energizes and make you happy. This is how you fill up your own kind of love tank. I know people will be like, what's a love tank? Like a car, you can expect yourself to keep going and giving if you are running on an empty tank. So do something for yourself today. So I want you to ask this question. And what this is something that I brought in with clients a lot recently is what could you do today for you? What can you do today to win the day? It could be as simple as getting two liters of water and it could be going to bed early. It could be just hanging out with your kids. Don't let your pride get in the way. When required, accept and ask for help, for help along the way. There's an amazing book about asking for help. And I think a lot of people are afraid to actually ask for help. And we there's no shame in asking for assistance or help. Growing up, if you were encouraged to strive for perfection, taught to mask your flaws and not burden people with your baggage, you'll know what I'm talking about. Think about it. How many times were you told to like not talk about your feelings? Or if you were had a problem at school, the teacher told you to put your hand down. The constant need to pretend and find solutions all by yourself is one of the most unproductive ways to utilize your time and energy. Instead, focus on what you what you know and what you're good at. Allocate and outsource what you don't know or require with or require help with. Are you in the position to hire someone? Are you in the position to bring another team member on so you don't have to do all that that stuff that you don't really want to do? Who are more than capable to provide you with the service and information you actually need? After all, if you could have done it alone, you would have. You would have done it because you valued it. If you haven't done it by now, you're not, you don't value it. But the reality is, as humans, we need each other. We need human interaction. People who live longer lives are those who have social interaction. It is what connects us and keeps us alive. That's why our world is set up and where we need to rely on each other from time to time. And that's okay. So there's a, a guy, I think he's from, I think I remember from college, uh, a guy called Dr. Abraham Maslow. And he has a, a philosophy called Hierarchy of Needs, Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. So if you've done business or anything like that, you'll recognize what I'm talking about. And he alludes that as humans, we have to desire to live a life of significance and contribution when our basic needs are met. We enjoy le- leading, lending a hand when we choose to do it out of our own free will. Of course, how much and how often depends on you or on your needs. So when the opportunity arises, give someone the chance to assist you when you need it. And remember that you are more than able to decide for themselves whether they want to say yes or no to your request for help. Shift your perspective. You create your own reality. This is not to say by thinking you will have all the time in the world. You'll have to buy it. You'll have it by tomorrow. Who knows? But who knows? Perhaps it will. Anything can happen. What I do know is if you're willing to try and see selfless, self-care as selfless versus selfish and take positive steps to change your approach to life, your your life will start to improve for the better. But one of the big things that people are afraid of is that people will start to get angry at them and not like you. When people get angry with us, it's because there is a discrepancy gap between how we are behaving and how others would like us to be. When we feel guilt, it's a disparity between our perspective of unmet expectations and that's generally what's happening here as well people have unmet expectations and then they get a little bit angry with us what may be true to you may not be true to someone else you can't control every situation and how you decide to react and choose to feel about you but you can control that there are so many factors that influence our reality and our journey in life 
So give yourself a break. I feel like saying have a Kit Kat. Uh, if you don't, who will? Those who truly love and value you will just to the new you. It may be hard for them and it can take time. But as Brendan Bruchard says, don't give up on them. Patience plus caring plus empathy equals love. This might be a wishy-washy episode, but one of my long-term clients asked me for more mindset stuff. So this is why I'm recording this episode. Once you start feeling happier and have more energy, that you'll see that it's more enjoyable to hang out with you. And I'll bet that you would rather be much, much rather happy than you have been rather than being miserable. If you remember nothing else, remember this sentence. You are living your own life. You can't be expected to please everybody except for yourself. It's not always easy to kind of break those easy, long-standing patterns by yourself, especially when it kind of can come from childhood or trauma. And I will always stay in my lane for this. It's hugely, hugely important that you talk and explore the opportunity of kind of going to tea and talk to someone. That someone's there to help you and not judge and not feel judged, which I think is the biggest hurdle for a lot of people in that they fear of judgment from that person. Even if there doesn't seem to be a clear cause, they can offer guidance and coping strategies, which is hugely important to help you address specific ways to tend to, to people please. The bottom line really is people pleasing might sound like a nice thing, but it doesn't do you or your loved ones any favours. If you're wrecked, if you're tired, if you're unhappy, would you not rather be more of use to those people? So you're, be, you're kind of counterintuitive. You're not, you're not people pleasing at all. If you feel exhausted from trying to keep everyone else happy, consider talking to a therapist and about how you can make themselves happy first. So I hope you guys enjoyed that brief episode. I think this is the shortest episode I've ever done, which is a rare thing. I think before that was maybe half an hour. There's a lot in that and I will always stay in my lane. It's something that a lot of people do struggle with about kind of looking after everyone else first, trying to keep pouring and pouring and pouring and then eventually they wonder why they're running out empty and they're completely stressed and their bodies are shutting down. It's hugely important for you to say to yourself, like, what can I do for myself today that will win the day? What can I do for myself that will make me feel better? And that could be simply as a 20 minute walk, five minute breathing, 30 seconds. If you've got kids and stuff, it may not be easy, but you need to have a chat with your partner. You may need to have a chat with your other half. Creating the time for you, you will become a better parent. You will become a better person. You'll become a better partner and spouse to someone else if you are looking after yourself and putting yourself first. If you keep pouring and pouring and pouring, the resource is going to run dry. The, you think of your life like a battery. You're going to be in the red. Think of your life like a petrol tank. It's always going to be in the red running on fumes. Wouldn't you rather be a little bit more in tune with how you want to be? Stop seeing looking after yourself as being selfish. In fact, it's after being selfless because you're able to give more to those. So guys, I hope you find this episode useful. If you found it useful at all, please do tag us up on your story. Please do leave a review up on iTunes. I really, really hope you found this episode very useful.